Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 386. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Are you needing that intro? to be written down no i'm just out of my element right now if if you could if you could see the youtube right now please be watching on youtube people please wow this is weird this is a first for me at least you back when we first started this podcast you almost exclusively recorded in your car but sure did we are uh we're day two of of the family beach trip with the in-laws and you know it's it's tough to ask a family uh, at a with beach, a baby, there's with a, a baby, baby in there, yeah, to give us quality re- recording quality silence, and so you know, we just yeah. had to call an audible. I had initially set up in our room, that didn't work, so I said, you know what, we're gonna take take matters in our own hands. I came down. I'm sitting in the back seat of our car. And we're just gonna wing this thing. I, I, I may like pass it. out from heat exhaustion, but uh, <laughs> or lack of oxygen, <laughs> lack of oxygen. But all that to say, yeah, I'm out of my element. So you know, I had to, I had to go to my comfort zone and and actually look at it written out in front of me. So we'll see how this goes. Oh boy, we. Uh... I mean, not only could I not, not only did I have to be in the car, I couldn't even be in like the driver's seat to like give myself some sense of, you know, like the angle didn't make sense. Yeah, didn't, didn't couldn't even comfy. give myself a sense of like pride or dignity. I'm here in the mid, not just the back. I'm in the middle seat. Yeah, in the back. That's true. That's recording true. Recording podcast, but that's what we do for the people. So, Begging anyway, for a happy meal. Are we there yet? Where's my happy meal? <laughs> um, anyway, let's get into some baseball. Off the top here, buy, sell. You got anything for us on this uh, fine, fine Monday? Uh, I am, uh, no surprise, buying Mr. David Boomer Wells. The man is just a legend. I'm not necessarily buying his comments regarding the Yankees. What I'm buying most is the fact that he did the interview and he taped off the Nike emblem on the jersey for Old Timers Day. I'm sure you saw all the guys are coming back for Old Timers Day, and it was like the anniversary of the 98 team. So he got a nice little piece of tape and put it right over right over the Nike logo like a freaking legend. So um, I was I was actually blown away at the number of people that didn't didn't understand it. They're like because the post that I saw pointed out the fact it wasn't just like, oh, figure it out yourself. The the caption yeah. indicated like, yeah, I taped it over and people were like, why? Why? <laughs> what, what is that about? I'm like, get your head yeah. out of the sand. Like, no, come no. on. Get up with get with the times. David Wells just keeps it real. Keeps it real. So I'm buying Mr. Boomer. I you know what? I we're at the beach. I'm not gonna try to pretend like I'm I'm taking the baseball route here. I am actually gonna buy going to the beach in September. You know, it's a very mm. unpopular month to go to the beach, but that's good if you are one of that's the people when we that, went. that's going to When I was a kid, that's when we went. It was always like September, October range. Because it's cheaper, and there's no one there. Like, it's your beach. Well, if you know me, you know that I like being kind of where the buzz is. I like being where the crowds are. I just like when there's energy or whatever. And I even feel that way with the beach. But I got to say this time around, I don't know if it's because 30 is right around the corner. If I'm knocking on the door yes. 30, that must be it. That yes. has to be it. This time 100%. around, I was like, there's a you know, switch where it's like, <laughs> you just want people out of your way to just go away. That Yeah. I think that switch has been flipped because this time around, I'm like, you know, this is actually, this is actually kind of nice. Like nobody around. I can do what I want. <laughs> This was nice. So I'm I'm buying beach in September. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Are you still with me? Uh oh. You still with me? 
Oh yeah, there we go. We're there back we now. go. Right, we're cool. back. <laughs> we're side we're effects. We're gonna tough this one out, I think. Yeah, this side is like a, of this is a, in the car. Yeah, this is just one of those where like you know, you're still playing through the storm. The heavy stuff isn't coming down for a while. You just gotta I mean, tough it out on this one. I'm already I'm already sweating, and it's we're only five <laughs> minutes in, so we're gonna see how this goes. I did I don't even have any water with me. We're we're uh, we're gonna tough this one out. <laughs> Weekend series uh, rundown. Let's just get right into it. Uh, Marlins yeah. over the Phillies. Ranger Suarez takes a no hitter in the seventh on Sunday. Um, Phillies still lose the game. Marlins have won eight of ten. Let's go, Marlins. Hmm. Uh, Tigers over the White Sox. White Sox eliminated from the postseason contention on Sunday, just in case anybody was curious. Uh, Rays take three of four from the Mariners. Seattle finishes their road trip three and seven. So after a a rather impressive month, kind of wrapping up this first week or so in September, not on the greatest note. Mm. Orioles over the Red Sox. Over the weekend, O's become, I believe it was uh, with Saturday's win, become the second team in baseball to reach 90 wins. Uh, obviously, them and the Atlanta Braves are the only two with that mark so far. The O's, uh, for the O's, it's their first 90-win season since 2014. Whoa. Dodgers over the Nationals. Dodgers' magic number to clinch the NL West is six. Dude, have you seen the NL West race as of late? I know we mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but it's almost like we blinked and Dude, we got to double digits in no insane. time. Insane. Uh Brewers over the Yankees. It's so hot in this car. Brewers <laughs> over the Yankees. Brewers hold Yankees hitless through ten and a third, and they still lose. <laughs> and as a result, they miss out on a sweep. Uh, some news to come from the weekend for the Yankees, though. Jason Dominguez has a torn UCL. Not good sure. news for, for the Yankees. Sure. This is why I can't have nice things. Sure. Uh, Braves over the Pirates. Braves clinch post-season, their postseason berth uh, over the weekend. Their magic number for the division is seven. Blue Jays sweep the Royals. The Blue Jays moved a game ahead of the Mariners in the wildcard standings after Seattle loses at Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg. Uh, Cardinals over the Reds with Arizona's loss to the Cubs. The Reds are fifth in the wild card standings, one and a half games back behind the mm, D-backs mm, for the third mm, slot. Mm. Twins over the Mets. Pablo Lopez strikes out 14, but the Mets, the Mets rally and avoid the sweep. Astros over the Padres. Kyle Tucker, because something that was uh, making its rounds, Kyle Tucker becomes the 12th player to triple twice in an inning. Astros have scored at least six runs in each of their last 19 wins. Uh, D-backs take three or four from the Cubs. The Cubs snap a three-game losing streak with a 5-2 win over the D-backs. And Arizona's four-game winning streak ends, but the D-backs are still in the third wildcard spot. Rangers over the A's. Rangers, Rangers win for only the sixth time in their last 22 games a span where they have gone from a three-and-a-half game lead in the West to .003 points behind division foe Dude. Seattle for the AL's third and final wildcard spot. Angels take three or four from the Guardians. Guardians drop to seven-and-a-half behind first-place Minnesota in the Central. Uh, Giant, and lastly here, Giants sweep the Rockies. Giants make their way back into the playoff race with with three straight wins following a six-game losing streak that matched their season worst. They're now a game and a half behind the D-backs for the final NL wildcard. Is it just me, or are we like... I don't remember seeing this many bad teams. Like, bad teams. I mean, we talked about it. This is a potential side effect from the expansion of the playoffs. Like, I I think you and I, actually, one of the... (laughs) One of the few things we disagree on a pretty good amount is that your concern was that teams were going to be more lackadaisical in their efforts to secure a wild card spot. But it was I was of the belief that more teams would try to, you know, rally up, rally it up a little bit in an effort 
to finally get a postseason spot when previously they were historically out of contention year in and year out. So I don't know. Maybe this year leans towards the school of thought that uh, that you have, but I don't know. It's it's not a good look. I just don't. I don't remember this. There's so many teams that are on like a 75 win or less watch. There's so many teams. I mean, the Royals are the worst in baseball, right? Which is alarming because... I mean, they're basically tied with the A's. We Yeah, we were talking about the A's being the worst team possibly ever about a month into the season. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just wild. Like, I'm counting maybe not getting the 75 wins... One, two, three, four, five, six in the NL. One, two, three, four, five, maybe six in the AL. It just seems, I don't know. Maybe, I I don't know. I got to look at last year. But still, like, this is just gross. Really top-heavy. Then there's a couple teams that are good, and then there's a lot of bad teams. But this was, I mean, this is what you were saying. Like, you you have teams that think they're still in it for a long period of time. They think they're still in it when the deadline rolls around, and then they get smacked with reality that they suck. And then we're seeing all the true colors. And then you start seeing the drop off of fan bases, like fully transparent here. Like I can see it even in like our download numbers. Like you can just tell, you can just tell when people start checking out and it's usually this time of year, once football rolls around, it's like, yeah, you've got the fans that will check out the first sign of struggle with their team. Cause they're like, ah, we weren't supposed to really do much anyway this year. I've held out Mm -hmm. as long as I can. I'm going to check out. And then you get the people that hold out regardless how poorly their team is doing until football rolls around. And then they're like, all right, this is where I jump off. And then you get the the remaining few that ride it out the full season, 162 people. But well, let's look at these teams. Look like the Royals historically bad chiefs historically good. So they're moving on <laughs> like white as Sox they, fans, as they should as they should. Yeah. White Sox fans. I'm assuming you're pretty, pretty into the bears at this point even though it was a rough day yesterday um i mean i don't know uh, I, I don't know if oakland i'm assuming oakland fans are still raiders fans you got uh i mean anyone in new york has shifted their mindset over to the giants jets i feel like cincinnati is pretty much done so they're shifting over to the Bengals. Steelers fans are starting to warm up. Like you've got teams starting to switch back over, I think. Well, I got an interesting tweet here I saw last night from uh Danny Vietti. He <clears throat> he was pulling some numbers together from MLB attendance on NFL week one and he went through uh a handful of teams and you know listed out their season average, what their attendance usually is on a given day, and then he compared it to what it was the the first NFL Sunday of the season. Uh, the Angels dropped off. The Rangers dropped off. The Cubs was actually they were actually up on Sunday. Mm. Uh, Twins dropped off. Houston, Cincy, both up. Toronto dropped off. Yankees up. Uh, Braves down ever so slightly. Nationals was up. Uh, Red Sox down. Tigers down. Rays up. Phillies up, Giants up. Those are just the ones he listed, but it's just yeah, you know, it's just a good indication of kind of where we're at in the year, and yeah, it's just this is we talk about August being a rough month for baseball, but like in reality, September also, as much as we don't want to label it as down, such, yeah, the first half of September is also kind of lumped in there with that that August struggle because it's like okay, we're we're really just keeping an eye on like a handful of races. Like we don't need to 
we don't need to be dragging this out any more than we do. Let's just get to the end of September, determine the spots, and we'll keep keep it moving. But we're we're grinding it out, you know. We're still here, and things are. I mean, things are still happening. I'm not I'm not trying to sit here and say that like all of the baseball that we're watching right now is like useless or pointless or not yeah. entertaining. I mean, just this weekend alone, we had we had a few. A few stories pop up, which we'll get into. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to talk about uh, the Acuna Oviedo little run-in? Because it seems like the theme of the weekend was quote baseball is soft. Regardless which side of the aisle you're on on that matter, that seems to be the the theme of the weekend. So let's just let's just get right into it. Acuna Oviedo. I feel like I already know your thoughts on this, but I just want to hear them again, just to be certain, because I don't know if maybe you saw or heard something that maybe changed the way you're thinking about this particular incident. Nothing's changed my mindset on this. Pitchers need to be able to pitch inside. Pitchers are taught for a long time, especially when you're facing an MVP candidate, Get them uncomfortable. Move their feet a little bit. Brush them off a little bit. You and I grew up in an era where, like that is the standard of what pitchers do. Then I saw some comment that was like, because uh, I don't, I didn't see the comments, but I heard that I think Roger Clemens and someone else commented on some stuff. Oh, I think that was the George Kirby stuff. We'll get to that later. But either way, like. Fans are like, oh, like, shut up steroids. Like, you're not allowed. No, there has nothing to do with that. It's a mentality thing. Like, I feel like pitchers have gotten softer. Sure. And I think it's time to, like, get back into this. No need to be offended, dude. Like, I I understand Acuna not liking it. I under, Like, I get it. I don't think I would like it as a hitter either. But at the same time, it's like. Bro, like he's doing his job. Like he's he's wanting you to be uncomfortable. He can't just serve it up to you. Like, I don't know what you expect. Also, why is Acuna acting like he's the first player that's ever been thrown inside? Like, dude. Like when I when I saw the highlight for the first the first time, my mind immediately went to uh was it Clemens on the mound when he threw at Manny, or was it a was it just like some scrub? Because I think there was like some build up to it, and I can't remember if Clemens was the guy that I think it was Clemens that actually threw it. Manny, I can't remember. It might have been some scrub. Um, uh... But it like wasn't even it wasn't even at him, and he's like he's he's being super like demonstrative. He's like flailing out of the way, and he's like pointing it. And I was like, yeah. There's so many instances I feel like these days where guys are just looking for an excuse to to start a little something and i'm also like acuna dude it's the pirates it's oviedo what does oviedo have to prove what are the pirates it's the have first it? inning it's the it's first, first inning. batter like what message would the pittsburgh pirates or oviedo for that that's what for i'm that saying reason what message would they have for you at this point they're not in it they're not in the race they have nothing really against the braves right and you're only giving Look, I, I, it was inevitable, but this comes back to the the Braves fans. Braves fans chirping so much, so much about. Well, I hope you're enjoying fourth place. Good one. You're really, you're really raz the the Pirates. You just want them to not compete. Like I don't understand. They, oh, they get so defensive. If the Braves were, if the if the Braves fans look, Braves are great. I've I've acknowledged that. I'm not taking anything away from from what the Braves are doing, but it really comes down to the fans for me every single time. If you were all high and mighty as you claim to be, this you would brush this off your shoulder. It wouldn't even land on your shoulder. Right. It wouldn't even register on your radar. But now that it has, you're letting it get you all hot and bothered, and you're the one talking about Oviedo getting all hot and bothered. Now you're the ones that are getting all hot and bothered because they're coming after your guy, even though they're not even coming after your guy because it was no. just a missed inside pitch. So I'm saying. You get all hot and bothered, kind of like I am sitting in this car right now. And, you know, you're making a big fuss about it. And it just makes you look 
it makes, I mean, I hate to say, but it makes you look a little, a little pathetic. Mm. A little pathetic. Mm. It's the, if, if, it, if it is the pirates that you claim to not be worried about because they're in fourth place, as you so conveniently pointed out over the weekend, this shouldn't yeah. bother you. And as a What's baseball the... fan, you should recognize that it was simply a missed inside pitch. Yeah, if you look at the sequence, I mean, he went in, painted outside, back in. So it's like, uh, this is what pitchers do. But yeah, you're right. I mean, what's that What's that? That that phrase where it's like the lions don't concern themselves with the opinions of sheep or whatever? Exactly. I mean, that's that should be the mentality of the Braves. Obviously, they're the lion here. It's like, it. well, I don't understand, man. Like, it this is the era that we grew up in. Like this is the baseball that we watched. Like it should almost be taken as like a, you know how guys say like they love when they go to an opposing ballpark and they're just showered with booze. Like Reggie Jackson said, like uh, they don't boo nobodies, right? That True. was the famous quote. They don't boo nobodies. Um, so it's the same, it's the same mentality. Like it should be a little bit of like a, all right, this guy's, this guy wants me to be uncomfortable because he knows how good I am. I don't know. It's just put the chip on your shoulder. I, I, there are parts of that that just it bugged me a little bit, and it's around the game everywhere. And every hitter, every time is like having this reaction. Then he pimps the walk, drops all the stuff at home plate, and then he gets hosed trying to swipe second. And I was like, you know, no one's gonna remember this. No Braves fan is going to remember this. We're going to come back at the end of the year, and they're going to talk about how many stolen bases he had, how great of a season he had. No one's going to remember this, but it's like this slight little moment for like that all things aligned properly. Baseball gods were like, yeah, dude, like you have reacted. Now you're getting, now you're jogging back to the dugout. No, I disagree. The The Braves fans continue to, continue to show their true colors. You think they're going to forget about this? I guarantee you Braves fans already have the Pittsburgh Pirates series for 2024 already <laughs> circled on their calendar. Oh, we can't wait to stick it to Pittsburgh. You all just wait. Wait till the chop-on Braves roll into town. It's like, okay, it's well, it's, it's the Pirates. Uh, and look, man, I know people get tired of me ragging on the Braves fans all the time, but, like, just be better. Just be better. You don't need to be concerning yourself with the Pirates. Johan Oviedo, come on. Let's let's be a little better. Not to mention they don't even have McCutcheon because he's out for the year. So they truly are like, I, I mean, outside of Reynolds and maybe a, a name or two, they're they're relatively identityless. So, like, let's not act like they're some beast of the East here or something because they're they're simply not. They're just struggling to make it to the finish line at this point. Yeah. Um, another... And for those curious, they do not match up again this year. So you're right. 2024 has been circled. Oh, it's it's been circled in fresh red ink. Uh, George Kirby, another name you already you already alluded to. Similar um, similar discussions surrounding George Kirby about baseball possibly becoming soft. Um, he said Saturday, I believe, in reference to his start Friday. Uh, he said, report, he was talking to reporters after the game. He said, I wish I wasn't out there for the seventh, to be honest. He said, I was at 90 pitches. I don't think I needed to go anymore, but it is what it is. And then people just come out of the woodworks. Now, I mean, rightfully so. These were some, I mean, <laughs> these are some pretty asinine comments. I don't care if you kind of yeah. got caught up in the heat of the moment. I, I really feel like you meant what you said there. And then you saw the blowback. And then you had to come out the next day. The next day he comes out and he says, obviously I screwed up. That's not me. This was the part. And if you watch the video, it's it's actually it's actually hilarious the way he delivers it. It it instilled no confidence in me. It instilled no like level of intimidation when he said this. He was like, obviously I screwed up. That's not me. Skip's always got to pry that ball out of my hands just super uncharacteristic of me as a player and who I am on that mound. I love competing. It's like, no, bro, you're a byproduct of the era that we're in with baseball now. You're a byproduct of the way pitchers are developed, the way pitchers are treated, the way they're handled, the way they're managed. That That's just who you are. And it's not necessarily your fault, but like 
within a 24 hour span, don't try to tell me that like, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be out there for the seventh because I was at my 90 pitch limit. And then within 24 hours also be like, yeah, Skip's got to pry that ball out of my hands. No, stop. You're not fooling anybody. And like, honestly, if, if you're one of those people that are getting on guys like us or like former baseball players that have come out, like, like you mentioned, Roger Clemens, or like even some of these uh, reporters coming out, be like, what is this mess about? Look at yourself. Okay. Look at, (laughs) just look at yourself. Because if you're a fan of baseball, I don't know how you would look at that and be like, yeah, that's the, that's the style of baseball I want. I want to be wearing the Jersey of the, the sixth inning reliever that I'm going to see four nights out of the week. No, like I want to see a starter go seven, eight, nine, like they used to, because baseball is better when it's built around starting pitching. I don't care about your, your, your stable of arms. As Kevin Cash said, I want to see a guy, I want to see a bulldog out there. I don't want to see, I don't want to see a starter hand the ball over when he hits 90 and then be like, all right, you guys can take it from here. Like, no, give me a guy that wants to take it 100-plus, like, every time he goes out. That's uh, Why would you not want to see that? Ugh, the worst the worst comment I think I've ever heard. Like, I've never, I've never heard a pitcher say that before in my mind. I, I, I don't think I've ever – I can't relate this to any other time. I think there's such thing as, like, disagreeing with your manager. There's such thing about, like – maybe lack of ownership before like we've we've heard those kinds of comments before but this was like and I didn't listen to the full interview but it wasn't like a I missed my spot I didn't have my stuff today I shouldn't have thrown that pitch there wasn't any of that there was zero accountability it was like well I just shouldn't have been out there what are you talking about why why shouldn't you been out there we're coming down the stretch, dude. You're hunting down a wild card spot. You're hunting down a playoff race. I shouldn't have been out there at 90? 90 pitches. Not 105, not 110, 90. What are you talking about? If I'm at 90 in the sixth, I'm smelling that, dude. I want through six no matter what. It's really sad how the standard. Oh my God, it's so hot in here. You're I'm, dripping. You know what? Open I'm, it up. Open it up. Look, get I'm, some. Oh yeah. There we go. You know what? I sorry. I lasted as long as I could. We're gonna have to let this <laughs> air roll in for just a minute. So please bear with me. Please forgive me. Woo! It is hot. Oh my goodness. Oh, the things I do for this show. I swear. Um, I got my fan on right now. But yeah, me. thanks, dude. That's yeah. that's nice. That's a good story. Um, get some water real quick. Let me get some water. Yep. Take your time. Go ahead. Mm. Yeah, let's let's just take a take a quick break here. Wow, I can actually hear the AC unit working hard in the in the background, but I'm yeah. not reaping uh, that benefit at all. Not a one, not a one benefit. Just gonna, uh, sit here for just another minute here. Um, Wipe the brow. Man, that is hot. And it's cloudy today. That's the crazy thing. Like, could you imagine if the sun was beating down? I mean, the, I'm under an overhang, like, of this beach house, and it's still hot. Whew, okay. If you're listening to this, please, just just bear with me another minute. It is it's a little toasty in here. It's little almost like... Toasty. Just think of this as, like, an intermission. We don't do intermissions really ever, but this, I, I just need this one. What were you saying? Throw that ad read in there. Yeah, some Seat uh, Geek in there. Seat Geek, how about it? I was actually thinking about that. That's a good thought. Uh, look, if you're hopefully the seats that you're you're aiming to sit in this baseball season won't be as hot as the seat I'm sitting in because that thing's swampy. That would be miserable. <laughs> I mean, I essentially showered for nothing. I'll probably have to shower again unless we just go right to the beach. Then I'm cool. Um, Hop right in the water. But yeah, Seat Geek, you know, yeah, Seat Geek. <laughs> Use it. Use our promo code three oh take. That's our social. Yeah. Handle. Yeah. You save twenty bucks off your first purchase. Have we have we figured out if that's actually the case or can you 
I think we've had people say it's only for your first purchase. Is that right? Can we confirm I think that? you gotta you gotta find a way to trick the system. You gotta find a loophole. I don't know if it's a new card or a new email address. I think it's both. I think it's both. If you if you really want to help the boys out and and, yeah. and show us your support by using a promo code, uh, you may have to do that. But if you're a new listener or you haven't used a promo code before, you can use that promo code. Save twenty bucks. You can you can do baseball games. You can now do football games, basketball. We like I said, we learned that we can go to the circus using SeatGeek. So correct. Literally correct. anything and everything you want. If there's a if there's something to be watched and there's a seat involved. You can bet SeatGeek has it. We use SeatGeek. We're we going to be using SeatGeek seats. I've already used my SeatGeek weeks. promo code. Um, all that to say, all right, now they're like doing Some construction honking. across the street. There so we're go. gonna we're gonna go ahead and all right. Th- now this is crunch time. Now we gotta really we gotta really <laughs> dial it in here. Um, no, but wrapping up the thing about George Kirby, it's. It's crazy to me how the standard for like what's an acceptable outing has continued to dwindle as the starting pitcher, mm. just generally the starting pitcher becomes less important. Like it used to be if a guy could give you a seven, then you just got to figure out eight, nine, and then right. it got to six. Right. And now I think we're at five. Like if you go five, they were talking, I don't even remember which game I was talking or uh, which game I was watching, but the guy was, the, the commentators kind of made light of it. Because they caught themselves talking about it in that way, they're like, "Yeah, you know, like if yeah. he could go out, if he, if he could go out and get, it may have been the Phillies game uh, at some point this weekend, one of these games." But he was, they were talking about, uh, you know, if they can go out there and give you five, that's a really good outing. And they kind of stopped themselves in the middle of it, and then they like started joking around, like, "Yeah, I mean, if he can give you five whole innings, that's a good <laughs> outing." And they were like laughing about it, and I'm like, "It's funny in the moment, but like." Yeah. Well, like, there's, I mean, there's certain circumstances where, where maybe it's like a four or five starter or a spot starter or, you know, a call up or something sure, like that. Sure. Those yeah. are understandable. We're like, just give me, get, get me through five. And we'll be fine. We're talking about front of the line starter, one, two, three guy. Those guys should be hungry for a seven minimum. Hungry for that. So I, I don't know, man, like I, you hear all these stories of like, you know, more surgeries, more injuries, but the art of pitching is completely changed. It's completely changed. And this is what happens when we're so obsessed with velocity and we're so obsessed with the MPH, dude, like just let these guys spot up, teach these guys how to pitch, work more efficiently let your defense work like it's it's not fun to watch it's not fun to watch also george kirby looks like he's like 16 yeah yeah what's that about which is that a mustache goes, that he's trying to grow which goes back to my point i mean i it we can only make so many jokes because he's doing what he's doing and we're not but like <laughs> as people that are going to commentate on what's happening in major league baseball george kirby he look. I think you're right. He looks like he's 16, but it just adds to my point that I was making earlier, where he's sitting there trying to, uh, yeah. Skip Skip's got to pry that ball out of my hands. Like, no, dude, no. You're not that guy. You're Mm-mm. you're simply not that guy. And maybe with time you can develop into that. But as it stands right now, you are simply following what the paper says, what the iPad says about when you're All supposed to do. come out. That, and that's what I'm saying. He's a byproduct of that. And yeah. it, it is what it is. We can only be so upset with him because it, it's it's really just the culture that he's he's being developed yeah. in right now. But something's got to change, man, because they were talking about it on, on MLB Network today, and they were talking about how these guys are getting more rest for less innings. That's when you know that, like, things really need to change. Like, these guys are needing require, requiring more rest for fewer innings. Right. That's that's alarming. That's alarming. Uh, something else that is possibly alarming to, to Angels fans who have already just had the gauntlet of a season this year. The Angels, 
according to a USA Today report, Bob Nightingale reporting, take that as you will. Don't really know <laughs> how much stock to put into this. But it was reported that the Angels are going to be open to trading Mike Trout if he indicates that he would like to move on from the team. Nate, thoughts? Philly. Yep. Give me Philly. Get him to Philly. We need it. Can I be honest with you, though? As a Camaro pulls off into the distance? Can I be honest with you? Let me hear it. I just, I just, it might be recency bias, but it's really not recency bias because it's been for like the, what, how many, how many years now that we've been having this? Injury narrative conversation with Mike Trout. Uh-huh. I just, I just don't know if if Mike Trout really does it for me the same way as he used to. Like the. But here's of, what's scary, though. Here's what's scary is that, like, even if am he I going to regret saying? Do what am, he, I, yes, because even if he doesn't that? do what we're like we've been used to seeing, he's still like a roll out of bed. Don't even need to show up until game time kind of thing and he's gonna put up he's gonna put up 30 and 90 minimum yeah yeah but with that price tag though with the with the attached price tag he i mean he's got that's the only issue yeah he has seven seven years and like roughly 250 mil left on his 12 year 430 contract that he signed back in 19. Could you not maybe find that production elsewhere? Assuming that he he just kind of stays in this rut that he's, and I don't want to call it a rut, but, you know, like the, he continues on this path of getting dinged up, the the recovery taking longer than they'd like. I mean, how, how many more years? that it's, it's similar to like a Chris Sale where it's like, how many more times can we do mm-hmm. this whole this this song and dance where it's like okay he's back and then he's back for like a month and then it's like okay well yeah. what what injury news you got now doc because it's clearly something new I, I just don't know i don't know how many times you can do that before it's like okay we've this has kind of lost its luster a little bit not that i'm writing off trout altogether but i'm just saying i i think teams need to be a little cautious and i think they will be because they're looking to save a buck so well, that's the problem bring up I think that's the problem right there is that teams are going to be cautious. And I don't think the angels are realistic with their asking price. I don't even need to see their asking price to know that they're going to be unrealistic. I don't know if the ask, if they're in a position to have much of an asking price because they would ascend, they would, I think that would be more of a a dump than anything. I don't know how much you would be at. You're going to ask for something. Sure. But if you're the, Uh, it's more along the lines of, when I say asking price, like more along the lines of how much they're going to eat. Cause they're going to need to eat some of that. I mean, package trout and Rendon together. Ew. How else are you going to get rid of Rendon? It's fair. It's how else are you going to get rid of them? They're in like full, like we're just depressed. Just take it like whatever. I don't, I don't care about this. I don't care about this. Just, Otani's done. Rendon sucks. We traded for all these guys. Let's just put them on waivers. You want Trout too? Sure. Take them. Just whatever. I don't care. They're lost, dude. They're done. Should have sold the team. We gave them a chance. We we did our part. We We finally came around on them. Never and, again. Yeah, never again. Learned never, our lesson with the again. Mets. Learned our lesson with the the Angels now. All right, it is so what it is. Philly's obviously like the obvious choice, right? Because he's from Philly. Sure. He's a big Eagles fan. Like, we all know this. Blah, blah, blah. You Do you see anywhere else as like a maybe? Honestly, no. I haven't really... I haven't really considered much outside of Philly because to me it just makes too much sense. Could you I don't you know if they have the financial that, flexibility for it. Yeah. I mean, a guy can dream, right? A guy can dream. Hmm. 
At the end of the day, though, regardless where he goes, I'm just excited that it's it's safe to assume that it's he's if he is traded, it's going to be to a team that has a better chance to win a World Series currently than the Angels do. I don't care where he ends up. I just want him to have a shot. Although I feel you know like what? there's a. Go ahead. I was just gonna what say you, I'm not. Got? I'm not. I've said it before. I'm not. I'm not too thrilled with Mike Trout, honestly, because part of me feels bad that he hasn't had a real legitimate chance to win to win a World Series. But he made his bed. You know, he mm. he agreed to this twelve year contract. Yeah. And like, yeah, you can say well. The front ownership pro- or the the front office promised me this. They promised me that. But like, you got to have a little bit of awareness. I feel like, and and I'm I'm hoping that I'm not like pulling a revisionist history thing here. But I get it. Like you were you were probably promised. Like yeah, we're gonna put a, put this team in a position to get you that ring. But like, it hasn't happened, and they haven't even really come close to it. And they had Shohei, and we've seen what's happened with the team with Shohei and Trout on the same team. I saw, I put out the post the other day. I think it was Codify put it out that said that they, uh, they have a losing record when both of those guys are in the lineup together. A losing record. That's crazy. that's not that's not an indication of of their abilities. Yeah, like by any stretch. That says what they've put around those two guys. That that speaks to more about what they've put around those two guys. And it's not good. So, like, yeah, I want I want Trout to get out of there just for his sake and because I think it'd be better for baseball. But also, like, there is an element that I there is a side to that where I don't feel as bad because I'm like, dude, twelve years. I mean, I would have signed a 12-year, three hundred or $430 million contract. I'm not knocking him for that, but, like, recognize where you were, what you were signing up for, where mm-hmm. you were signing up for. I don't know. All that to say, though, I, Philly for me. I feel like there's, like, this parallel irony with his path possibly being similar to what we saw with Albert Pujols. We're like, you're going to get this guy that locked down the Hall of Fame bid long ago, was most feared in the league for a long time. And I'm not saying like contractually, I'm not even saying location, I'm not even saying like numbers wise. I'm just saying like there was this, there was this Albert Pujols in LA. You get a couple good years, and then it's just riding the rest out. You know what I mean? And you're just kind of dealing with him at that point. I have a feeling that's how it's going to go for him in his next place. There's going to be something similar to where you might see him cross over milestones, and he's still going to sell jerseys. People are going to still show up and watch him. But it's going to be one of those things of like, the good old Mike Trout isn't here anymore. Sad to say. Sad to say. I think uh, just being weird and maybe seeing a different place. Um, maybe San Francisco. A place oh, I'm, that... Uh, I'm sure they'll be in on the bid. They're, in on, they're as, in on everybody, you know? As they're in for everybody. But uh, I don't know. It could be interesting. Just a non non Philly place. I think everybody wants Philly. I think everybody in the baseball world wants, sees, expects Philly. Don't doubt Davey Dombrowski. Yeah. He's going to take some unique stuff, some unique moves. Um. Lastly, here I got. Because it's hot. I'm dying in here. <laughs> Dogs are starting to bark. It's, it's, this is a grind. Uh, Steven Strasburg, what happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, as we, as we sit in, 
and consider the ramifications. I'm gonna do what you need to do, pal. I'm gonna get get some cool air. Uh, it looks like the siblings are back from their uh, coffee run, so this is fun. Um, yeah. So SeatGeek. <laughs> use, our promo, <laughs> use our promo code 3 take uh take twenty dollars off your first purchase as a first time user and maybe you can use some of that money to buy like a a personal fan or <laughs> a cooling pad of sorts um okay we're gonna we're gonna dial in here um yeah they just got back this is fun this is good this is good listening entertainment i highly recommend sure is. that's full sarcasm but i i highly recommend uh checking out the youtube because whoo this is a first i've never recorded in a sauna before um let's keep this quick steven yeah. strasberg um so it was reported that he had decided to retire which we covered at length but then it was recorded, or it was reported that the Nationals then. I, I'm honestly still confused on what happened and like what actually was said versus speculation. That the Nationals then canceled the retirement ceremony, and that they and that they said we're looking forward to seeing Stephen at spring training. What is happening? I don't know. I really don't understand I could not make sense situation. of any of that. What is that? How do you then, like, how do you come out and say, for a guy who, like, clearly gave you everything he had, you came out with your statements following the announcement, like, yada, 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 and then seemingly, what, weeks later, you say, uh, yeah, we're canceling the retirement ceremony that we had planned. We appreciate everything as Strasburg has done for us, and we'll see him in spring training. I don't, I don't understand that at all. Obviously, they want out of the contract. I mean, that that's the the glaring. Oh yeah, that thing, was the other but... element. Is that they? It was reported that they were also trying to like get some of the money back, and I'm like, how do you go about? How do you, how do you? sleep at night handling this business that way that's just that's low man it is low it is low it is low like what have some have some like keep the doors closed on some of this stuff you don't need to air out dirty laundry that much i think everyone is obviously seeing that like there there's a ton of money still owed 35 mil until 2026 and then he has another 80 mil deferred. So it's 26 million a year from 27 to 2029. Boys getting paid. But this is how it goes. So restructure that somehow. You know what I mean? Like see what you can do to restructure that. Or maybe it's oh yeah, he's a Scott Boris guy. This is not going to happen. No. And the the thing that's weird too is that he hasn't officially retired yet. And so then you get the comment about like, we're looking what is that? I don't understand. That's the part that I'm so stuck on is this whole, we'll see Steven yeah. in spring training. What does that mean? Like, are you bringing him back as like, <laughs> as a, as some like special assistant? Or are you bringing him back as like your fifth starter? Like, what is, what does that mean? Is he saying he, to be fair, there were just rumors about the, retirement right like we never saw an official statement from no him. i i i don't remember who reported it uh but it was one of the Na nationals beat writers i think and they said that he had made the decision i i don't think there was a direct quote but that somebody close to the team had indicated that the decision was made on his on his part to retire uh this season but then this whole thing happens no announcement has been made about an official retirement as you look back and then you're going, what is what is the team implying or like insinuating we'll see him in spring training? I don't I don't get that. Yeah, like you don't want him to retire. Is this like a weird way of like trying to hype up the fans and be like, yeah, we're bringing our guy back? I, I don't it know. doesn't make any sense. 
I've never I've never heard anything like that before. The team just like refuses, like rejects your like you try to resign, you know, you try to quit your job and they're just like, No. No, we'll see you Monday. We'll see you Monday. Uh, I'm not letting that happen. You must stay. I don't know, dude. <sighs> I mean, I, he's done, right? Like, I'm, we're not going to see him pitch again. That has no, he, to be the case. No, he's done. This is simply just going to come down to how much money the Nats can milk back from this contract, which is such a bad look. Don't such they a bad insure? Look. I, don't they insure these contracts? Maybe the other 29 teams do, but I I would doubt that the Nationals would because – tell you what, man. Outside of 2019, this team has made some questionable yeah, for real. decisions. It's time to sell. Without a doubt. So he's uh, – I don't know. Just fly out to San Diego State. Go retire there. You know what I mean? Do your press conference there. He, it just sucks because, like, he deserves the recognition. Like, he deserves the praise of the Nationals and Nationals fans. If you're Strasburg, pull a Garrett Cole, do your press conference wearing a Boris cap, and make make no mention of the Nationals. Just say that you're retiring from Major League Baseball. There you go. Done. And, and ride off into the sunset with your millions. Boris That's the way Cor- to go about it. Yeah, Boris Corp hat. Just Nats. tough, man. Talk about a sucky ending to a career for Strasburg. Like, now you got this on top of that. And I don't know how much of this is him versus Boris trying to get involved versus the Nationals maybe being misreported on. I don't I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a Little do we know situation. that Scott Boris wasn't invited to the presser, and that's why it was canceled. <laughs> that's very likely like, wasn't allowed to sit next to Strasburg jo- so jokes aside scratch that, everything that's a very realistic possibility yeah it is unfortunate but Nats need to sell and re- restructure this dude go Bobby Bonilla on him just defer it until 2060 do what you gotta do Give him an ownership stake. (laughs) That's what you do. Sell the team to him. him. Sell the team to him. (laughs) Say, are you willing to sell the team for the cost of what we would have to owe you? And we can just, we can just, we can wipe our hands clean and move on from this and just be done. Just want to swap. You, you own this team now. Clean swap. Clean swap. (laughs) Because we don't want to be here any more than you do. So. Let's just call it a day. Um, That's good. Speaking of calling it a day, I say we uh, <laughs> we we bang this thing early. Uh, anything else you got? The only item I had for closing the book was that the Cubs are calling up pre, uh, Pete Crow Armstrong. Saw that. Love that. Love Thank that. You. Just pour some more fuel onto the fire. Hype it up. Get it going. Did you see? Speaking of the Cubs, did you see? <laughs> Did you see Lieutenant Dan got to meet Dansby Swanson? No. That's pretty cool. That's neat. The caption, the uh, social media people had a field day with that. Lieutenant Dan meeting Lieutenant Dansby Swanson. That's cool. Gary Sinise. Yep, that's him. That guy's the man, yeah. Yeah, so good mojo for the Cubs right now. Calling up Pete Crow Armstrong. Yeah, Um, I like it. Yeah. We ride on into September. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously 9-11 today. Just, uh, I've said this before. It's not about anything else. It's not about your conspiracy theories. It's not about, you know, your political beliefs. It's, it's about, you know, people that lost their lives today. Um, heroes that lost their lives today. And they're the ones that deserve the recognition. They're the ones that deserve the remembrance. So, um, yeah. And I've actually been there. It was a few years ago. But if you ever have a chance to get to New York, make it a priority to get to the uh, to the 9-11 memorial. Um, 
just take it all in. But yeah, just a day that, you know, we refuse to forget a day that we will forever acknowledge. And, um, you know, your dad being a longtime firefighter and, you know, there's just, there's a lot of heroes out there that don't get enough recognition and praise. So I don't know, maybe, uh, stop by your firehouse, you know, bring him some donuts, bring him some coffee, just, you know, give him, give him some love. Cause you know, there's a lot of people out there that deserve it. Yeah. Lots of love to all the first responders out there for sure. And I, I would echo that maybe consider, you know, dropping off a little meal or a little, little, little snack for him just to show your appreciation because I mean, we can look at nine 11 as a day where they came to our rescue, but the reality of it is it's is every day. Like it's not just, it's yep. not just these big events, these big unfortunate events. Um, but the thing for me about nine 11 is wanting people to recognize what this country was like on September 12th and like mm. trying to do what we can as a country, as a nation to get back to that because everything now, and I mean, everything is serving as some source of divisiveness. And I just wish yeah. that people who, uh, were alive at that time could reflect back on what it was like September 12th, but also the people that weren't alive at that point in time to maybe educate themselves, listen to some stories, like look back on the state of the country on September 12th and the unity that we had and the pride that we had in our country. And there wasn't this like weird shame and like embarrassment about the place that we live because the reality of it is, is and you can say, you can say this or that, but the reality of it is that we live in one of the greatest countries on the planet. And for you to make light of this or that or to say, well, we fall short here. Yeah, every country has its shortcomings. But at the end of the day, you have freedoms that a lot of other places don't have. You have the ability to live your life the way you choose. You have the ability to speak out against your country here. And not a lot of other places can do that. So just be grateful for where you're at. Be grateful for the opportunity that you've been blessed with. And as we were saying, be grateful for the people in your everyday lives that you probably haven't even met yet, but that are on standby, they're on call to come uh, pull you out of a situation that you don't want to be in, whatever that may be. Because at the end of the day, there may be narratives surrounding uh, first responders at times, but the and sure there are some that you know i mean not to get all political here but like there are some that you know deserve um some 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 blowback but the majority of them are there to help you they're there to serve you and i just wish that we could get back to a place in time where we could have a, a common respect for one another and that we could be proud of our communities we could be proud of our country and just be proud to be an American. So, like, for me, Amen. going back to it, to kind of wrap it up, September 12th, that's a that's a that's one of the shining moments of this otherwise rather dark uh, point in time for, for our country. But get, just smile at somebody today. Take something to your local firehouse or police station. Just just be a, a good citizen and you know like we we move forward we we were able to rebound um and i just hope that people don't don't forget um about what happened and the way that we we're able to reunify ourselves in just the mere hours after the fact so that's all i got amen um i think we will we'll see i don't if Honestly, if nothing happens this week in baseball, I may just have to to bang out on the next one. Scratch it. But you know, if if something happens, yeah. we may have to figure out. I may have to go out on the on the back deck, and you guys just have to deal with the the wave. I think you need to go float the, in the ocean. I mean, if, if if I could get some Wi-Fi out in the ocean, I'll gladly come come to you guys live from the ocean. But I don't know if we can make that work. But we'll figure something out. Um, you know, if if if. There are topics to be discussed. I will do what I can to be here. If it means riding it out for round two of the the sauna recordings, 
There you go. I'll do what I got to do. I do I do what I can for the people. Nate does what he can for the people. So we'll make it work if we can. But otherwise, uh, we will see you guys Thursday. Don't go chasing curveballs. And God bless the USA, baby. We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.